Starting off the muster for a Thursday afternoon, we are catching up with Phil Duncan from Weatherwatch. Phil, how's things? You'll be in a you'll be an Alana Swarren set fan. I am. I was just thinking, gosh, those lyrics are very interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, always take the weather with you, which is the song that most radio stations play when they first start to talk. Yeah, great song. I've got her album. I've got that out, jagged little jagged pill. little pill. Yeah. I'll forever remember this song. The Frog and Farrakhan used to be a boozer in Invercargill, and it was a good one too. About 2 o'clock in the morning, back in about 1998, the DJ played this, and the place just went off. Yeah, yeah, isn't it amazing? As you do at the time, eh? So, hey, how's everything going up your way? We're, I mean, we're talking about being dry down here. We've had a bit of rain um, over the last week. We'll talk about that shortly, but we're looking at the east coast of the North Island yet again. Um, situation there, how's it unfolding? Oh, good. It, it actually turned out much better than we thought. And good. I saw last night on, on the news, you know, some of the places that got flooded, and it was significant, the flooding that had occurred. But it was incredibly localised because the storm just moved enough offshore to save a lot of places. And the rain could have been, would have, would have been welcome, I know that much. But the, the, I think that it would have been too much of a good thing. Sometimes we get a storm that comes out of the tropics, and I'm not worried about it. I, I see it as a positive. It's going to bring in rain. Uh, yeah, there might be a few trees that come down, but overall, this is a good good storm. You know, it's a good storm to get. This was not a good storm. This one had all the hallmarks of being damaging, and so I'm relieved that it didn't make a direct hit. Um, but so that northeastern corner, again, getting walloped by, you know, over 200 millimetres of rain in one day. Uh, it's, they've just had phenomenal amounts of rain as you guys are sitting there just waiting for, you know, the drought to end. As you guys f- predict the weather, is it a case of prevention over cure when you're doing some of these um, forecasts? Because it can't be easy. And, like, people will come back and say, oh, you said it was going to do this, do that. But I, I do get it because you guys need to actually cover bases to have people prepared for if it does occur. You're right. The difference that I, that I have between, say, the, the government forecast is, is I, I don't tend to say what is going to happen at your house. I don't say it's going to be raining with severe gales. I explain what the setup is and, and, the, and the various moving parts. And so with this storm, yes, if the storm is going to track in just like that Matt says, you will get rain and wind. But the storm doesn't follow our guidance. The storm doesn't care about human beings or what we're saying about it, where it's going to go. And so it, it does its own thing. And so that's where the laws of um, physics, I guess, you know, the, the laws of nature kick in and the Coriolis, Coriolis effect kicks in and these different things that help change the shape because the weather is not a solid wall that moves along. It's living and breathing and changing shape the entire time. So it's about explaining that to people. And the ones that listen to it, mostly farmers, the ones that actually do listen to that, they're very, really surprised. They'll often go, yeah, I thought it would do that. Um, hoped it wouldn't, but, it, you know, but I could see why. I think that's my job is to explain the possibilities without making it too confusing. Because the other way of doing it, saying it will rain, because w- we're the experts, trust us. The problem with that is when you get it wrong, how, how can you trust you next time, right? You know, if my doctor kept getting it wrong, I'd probably stop going to that doctor. So... You've got to be careful about being an expert with the weather because it, it does its own thing. 
And that, that's part of my job is to explain to people it's not a solid wall moving in. You know, rain in Southland's a great example when people go, well, you know, you said it would be 15 millimetres. It's not 15 millimetres from the west side to the east side and everyone gets painted with the exact even amount of rain. It doesn't work like that very often other than the major, major flood events. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of, lot of fine-tuning. It's fun and stressful at the same time. Because when you're having a conversation with someone, and of course the conversation turns to weather, hey, do you ever just sit there and someone goes, oh, it's a nice day, Phil? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen too often, and that's where they end the conversation. It's normally <laughs> another sunny day. When's it going to rain? You know, it's, um, there's always a bit of a challenge, but I don't mind that. I, I, you know, I'm used to it. Yeah, uh, for sure. I love talking politics, though, so when I'm at a at a party, um, I usually do get the weather stuff out of the way and then get into politics, right? Let's get into a big angry talk about left and right and all that kind of stuff. I love that. Hey, Phil, we'll talk about the situation in Southland. Um, there's been varying amounts of rain, ranging from about 12, 15 mils up to about 90 over the last week. Uh, soil temperatures are still staying, staying not too bad. We're looking at 19 degrees on Easter Monday for Pete's sake and even over the weekend for a day or so. How are we looking here? Are we going to have an extended Indian summer? A little bit. I mean, I think what we're seeing is a bit of a classic start to autumn now kicking in, albeit a month or so late. Um, it, it basically what we're seeing now is a bit more changeable weather where you have mostly mild, mostly dry, but then you're getting these brief sort of blips where it rains and it gets colder and then it's back to warm again. And that's a sign of you know, summer's ending and winter's slowly coming in. The, the forecast at the moment, uh, I said it the other day, I think, to you, that I think the drought will, will end sort of its death by paper cuts. It won't be one big rain event and then we're all done. It's gradually seeing these events coming back through. Sort of normality returning will will gradually end the drought. So hopefully that's what we're seeing at the moment um, these, with these rain events. Another one coming in on Saturday. Not huge totals, but again, on top of what you just had, it's going to be welcome. And the temperatures, yeah, they're all over the place. I mean, we, we do have some cold nights coming up, especially Sunday night where there might even be a frost. Two degrees is the temperature yeah. um, around Gore. But then, as you say, 18, 19 or 20 degrees on the Monday and mostly sunny. And then the overnight lows jump up to 11 degrees next week. So it is not yet into that alarming we're in winter moment. I think we've still got at least another month or so of growing weather coming up. Quite a heavy frost in Riversdale this morning, by all accounts. So uh, we had a slight touch of it here in Gore. But, um, yeah, we're still not getting the frosts as we normally are for the time of year. So everything's just all over the show still, as you say. It is, and it's like this nationwide. You know, up here in, in Auckland, where I am at the moment, it just doesn't feel like sort of we're even in April. It feels like March, and it's it's strange because I feel like I've said that the whole way through. Well, I feel like every time I'm talking about what season it is, I'm saying it feels like a month either you know, behind us or in front of us. I never really feel like the month I'm in is the month I'm in. <laughs> and we're still getting highs up here in the 20s every single day. Like, we're not getting – we haven't had a low a high – below 20 degrees this year, I don't think. So that's unusual even for this far north. It's like, where's our cold, colder weather? We've got a southerly today and I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt. So I could be a Southlander. You could be a Southlander. I could be. You could be. Um, I like the cold too. I love cold. I mean, I go to America in winter because I want to be in minus 40. I am very unusual. You're a nut job. Yeah, Who so I like it because there's 40. no tourists. As a Southlander, you should like that, right? Even not minus there. 40. I mean, even penguins have got their limits. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, but I, at the time that I went there, I had neighbours with lots of barking dogs, and I just kept thinking, 
they'd all be frozen solid. If, if, so there'd be no dogs outside here. It'd be dead quiet. And it was. It was very peaceful. So quick summation for the next week, mate. <laughs> um, sorry, mate. Quick summation for the next week. It's uh, going to be, like you say, paper cuts to get rid of this uh, drought, but it is going to happen gradually. I think so. I, th- I certainly feel like that, because um, I've experienced this before up in Waikato, and you know, sometimes you just don't get the big rainmaker. The weather pattern just doesn't favour that. So instead, you just get, you know, every week you're getting a, a day or two with some wet weather. And that's a, that's a big change from where you were in March, where it was just non-existent. Hey, Phil Duncan from Weather Watch, thanks for your time on the muster, mate. Chat again. My pleasure. Cheers, buddy. Phil Duncan from Weather Watch there. So it sounds like for the next week, very similar to what we've got. Very peculiar for the time of year as well. Um, up next on the muster for a Thursday afternoon, Rowena Duncan, thanks to Waterforce, it is the country crossover. Thursday afternoon, this is the muster on Hokanui.